0: Luke chapter nine, verses 10 to 17. Jesus feeds the 5,000. When the apostles returned, they reported to Jesus what they had done. Then he took them with him, and they withdrew by themselves to a town called Bethsaida. But the crowds learned about it and followed him. He welcomed them and spoke to them about the kingdom of God and healed those who needed healing. Late in the afternoon, the 12 came to him and said, send the crowd away so that they can go to the surrounding villages and countryside and find food and lodging because we are in a remote place here. He replied, you give them something to eat They answered, We have only five loaves of bread and two fish, unless we go and buy food for all this crowd. About 5,000 men were there. But he said to his disciples, Have them sit down in groups of about 50 each. The disciples did so, and everyone sat down. Taking the five loaves and the two fish and looking up to heaven, He gave thanks and broke them. Then he gave them to the disciples to distribute to the people. They all ate and were satisfied. And the disciples picked up 12 baskets of broken pieces that were left over. This is the word of the Lord.
1: Let's pray. Father God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be pleasing in your sight, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. So, if we could move to the next slide, please. I imagine that somewhere at home, each of us has one of these. It's a toolbox. And if something breaks in the house, we get out the toolbox and we choose the tool we need to fix the problem. If you're anything like me, you don't get very far before you realize you can't fix whatever it is that's broken and you need to call on someone else who knows what they're doing to help. And I think it's a bit like that in life, isn't it? When something in our life goes wrong or we face a challenge, we've probably got a range of tools in our emotional toolbox which we use to help us cope. I wonder what you do at the end of a long, hard day to help restore your energy. Maybe it's a bar of chocolate, that's one of my go-to. Maybe it's a favorite television program or some exercise. But what do we do when we face a situation that we don't have the tools to fix? When we face a situation which overwhelms our ability to cope, we experience trauma. Hope Into Action is a homeless charity, and we work with people who've experienced trauma. They've been through various situations which overwhelmed their ability to cope. Situations they couldn't fix with the tools they have in their toolbox. This could range from childhood abuse, being alone in a foreign country, domestic abuse, bereavement, job loss, illness, relationship breakdown. But a common thread in the stories of the people that we work with is that they didn't have someone to call on for extra help when they faced a situation which overwhelmed their ability to cope. Without good supportive relationships to help us through an overwhelming situation, things can quickly spiral downwards, and people find themselves with nowhere to go because they have no one to turn to. At Hope Into Action, we dream of ending homelessness by partnering with local churches like St. Jude's to give people the tools they need to rebuild their lives and move on into a positive future. This is about so much more than housing. As well as providing a safe, good quality, welcoming place to live, we also build around our tenants a praying community of supportive relationships. So if we can move on to the next slide, I'll just describe briefly how this works. We start with a tenant, that's at the heart of everything we're doing. This is someone who's homeless or at risk of homelessness, and that can be for a variety of reasons. We work with people who've been in hostels, in refuges, been in prison, been living on the streets, all sorts of different reasons why someone might be homeless. And then if we can have the next slide, we have um, an investor who leases a house to Hope Into Action. And then the next slide, Hope Into Action provide the professional support. We manage referral processes, we deal with the legal side of tenancies, housing regulations and all that sort of thing. We also provide professional support through salaried empowerment workers who meet with each of our tenants once a week to work on a personal development plan while they're living in the house. And then the next slide. Then this leaves the church free to do what churches do best, which is to build loving, supportive relationships underpinned with prayer, building community around the tenants in the house. And the next slide. And that's done through the Friendship and Support Group, which is a group of volunteers from the congregation who we recruit, train, and support, who get alongside our tenants and build that loving, supportive community around them. We're part of a national network, and we've been up and running in Portsmouth for four years, and we're now working with 11 churches from across the Portsmouth area to house 24 people. All of this changes lives. Across Hope Interaction UK in the last year, 91% of our tenants had improved their relationships, 89% had reduced their drug or alcohol intake, and 88% had improved physical and mental health. Those numbers are impressive, but behind each of the statistics is a person with their own story. And members of the congregation here at St. Jude's are befriending tenants in one of the Hope into Action houses in Portsmouth, becoming part of those stories, building around our tenants the loving and supportive relationships which give them the tools they need to rebuild their lives. This has created a safe and stable environment for men recovering from addiction to build a positive future in the house supported by St. Jude's. And in May, one of the first tenants from the house moved on. Reflecting on his time with Hope Into Action, he said that the support from the church and from Hope Into Action had helped him maintain his recovery from addiction. It had given him confidence, self-respect, and dignity, which helped him to improve the relationships with his family. He was nervous about moving on into his own council flat, but he said that, and I think it's on the next slide, Hope into action has been like a spark which lit up a brighter future for me. As a Christian charity, our partner churches are absolutely vital to everything that we do, and it's such a blessing to work alongside Christians who are getting out of the pews and making a real difference in people's lives. I'm often struck by how God uses the different gifts that our volunteers bring to bless tenants in different ways. Just as in today's Bible reading, Jesus used a gift, a small picnic provided by one of his smallest followers, to provide a feast for thousands of people. We're going to focus now on verse 13 of the passage. Jesus looked at the crowd, then he turned to his disciples and said, you give them something to eat. If we can have the next slide. And the next one. (laughs) The New Living Translation puts this simply, you feed them. You feed them. So we're going to take each of those three words now and reflect briefly on what Jesus is saying to us here. So next slide. Who is the you here? Who's Jesus talking to? At the beginning of the reading, we heard that the apostles had just returned. So Jesus is talking to his apostles. They've been out on a mission trip. And they've come back, and they'd no doubt be excited and tired. Maybe they'd be hoping for a bit of one-to-one time with Jesus to unwind together and debrief about the trip. And instead, they find themselves at the center of an impromptu festival. They were concerned for the crowds of people who'd gathered to hear Jesus teaching, who were there hoping for healing. But they were miles from anywhere, and this was an unplanned event. There was no catering committee. And horror of horrors, no one had brought a quiche to share. So the disciples suggested sending the crowds away to find their own food and lodging in the local villages and farms. But Jesus turned to the disciples and said, no, don't send them away. You feed them. In this story and in our lives today, Jesus invites and expects us to join in with him in the work of building God's kingdom here on earth, calling us into action. We are to get involved in the lives of people who are in need. Rather than sending people away to find what they need outside the church, The mission of Hope Into Action is to mobilize, unleash, and unite Christian prayer, investments, donations, and relationships to fight the injustice of homelessness. We're passionate about empowering churches to get stuck in, housing the homeless, and helping people find the tools they need to rebuild their lives. In today's reading from the Bible, somebody offered Jesus what they had, a packed lunch, which would have been enough to feed a very small family. And Jesus transformed it into a feast for over 5,000 people. That's what Jesus is still doing today through Hope into Action and through the other mission partners we've been hearing about. When we bring what we have and we offer it to Jesus, whether it's a five-pound donation or an investment of thousands, a commitment to pray regularly or to meet with a tenant weekly through thick and thin... Whatever we give, Jesus uses our offering to bring transformation and healing more than we could have imagined possible. So the you here is us. And what is Jesus asking us to do? Next slide. Jesus told his disciples to feed the crowd. You feed them. And they all enjoyed a great feast with Jesus that day. Everyone ate as much as they wanted and there were 12 baskets full of leftovers. So even what was left over after everyone was full was more than the five loaves and the two fish they'd started with. But notice that it wasn't just food that Jesus gave the crowds. In verse 11, Luke says that Jesus welcomed them, spoke to them about the kingdom of God and healed those who needed healing, as well as providing food when they got hungry. Jesus cares about the whole person, and Jesus provides for our needs in a holistic way. Sometimes, as Christians, we get worried about whether we should be sharing the gospel by providing practical care for people in need, or we should be sharing the gospel by teaching people about spiritual matters. But notice that Jesus doesn't split practical and spiritual needs. Jesus meets people where they're at and provides for their physical needs as well as their spiritual needs. At Hope Into Action, we believe in a God who brings healing. And we find that holistic, sustainable, inner healing comes through strong personal relationships built over time. I often say to our tenants that we're not just providing a room for rent. This is so much more than housing. And in our weekly meetings, we talk about relationships, health, training and employment, addiction recovery, probation, immigration, finances, and faith. Time and again, I find that when tenants feel safe for the first time in ages, and when they feel heard and cared for, maybe for the first time ever, This leads on to conversations about Jesus. One of our tenants came to us after years of running from one traumatic situation to another. Abuse, imprisonment, exploitation. And when she was referred to us, she was in a hostel where she was so scared she was sleeping in the wardrobe of her room. When she arrived in the house, the first goal she set in her development plan was to be able to stop running. It took her three months to feel safe enough to unpack her bags in her bedroom. She said that when she arrived, she had so many walls up that the hope into action had given her windows in those walls. And she said that had changed her view of Christianity. She had expected Christians to judge her and to reinforce the feelings of shame which overwhelmed her. But she found instead a love and acceptance which made her want to explore further. She went on to do an alpha course and to get baptized. And she said that this had ripples throughout her life as she went on to rebuild relationships with her children and to engage in counseling to help her work through some of the traumatic experiences she'd been through. This is just one example of the holistic healing and change that Jesus invites us to be part of when he asks us to feed them. So, who are we feeding? Next slide, please. Jesus said to the disciples, you feed them. Who is them? Who were the disciples feeding? In that crowd of thousands that day, there were probably some who were hungry to hear more from Jesus about the kingdom of God. There were others who were hoping to experience or see a healing or a miracle of some kind. There were several who probably came just to see what all the fuss was about. And maybe there were a few who came to find fault with Jesus. Jesus welcomed them all, and all of them were fed. Some would go on to become followers of Jesus. Some would be left wondering and still unsure about Jesus. And some turned away from Jesus and his teaching. But it's interesting to note in John's version of this story that it was one of them, a young boy, who brought the five loaves and two fishes and offered them to Jesus. A child, somebody who in that culture would have been overlooked and sidelined. It was a child who provided the gift that Jesus used to feed everyone. Jesus sees everyone as precious and valuable, whoever they are, wherever they're from, and whatever they've been through. And like Jesus, we are to offer generous hospitality to everyone, wherever they're at in their relationship with Jesus. And as we do this, we should also keep our minds and hearts open to see what they are offering to us, not always going into encounters assuming that we are the benevolent benefactors and they are humble recipients. At Hope into Action, we call this mutuality, and it's one of our core values We believe that Christ died on the cross for us all while we were still sinners, and therefore we all stand as equals at the foot of the cross. So we look for the reflection of God in every human, approaching relationships, seeking to learn, and expecting to be blessed. That doesn't always mean that we're riding high on the crest of a wave every day at work. Healing and recovery isn't usually a straightforward or smooth path, but our key indicator of success is that our tenants feel loved, whatever they're going through. It means we sit together through some dark days. It means we rejoice together over wonderful successes, and it means we learn and grow together. Jesus told us that whatever we do for the most vulnerable in society, we do for Jesus himself. So when we get involved in building God's kingdom here on earth, when we get alongside people in desperate need, when we provide for people's practical, relational, and spiritual needs, when we join in with Jesus in the work of holistic healing, then we meet Jesus in ways that we wouldn't have expected. And then our relationship with Jesus grows deeper and stronger. I'm going to introduce Catherine to you now. She's the empowerment worker working with St. Jude's Church now and supporting the men in the house that St.
2: Jude's is working with. Hello, everyone. It's so nice to be here. There are three main ways you can be involved in this exciting work. Prayer. Prayer is vital to our work and best way for you to support us. You can sign up for a newsletter or follow us on social media for regular updates and prayer points to volunteer, to join the friendship and support, provide friendship and practical support for our tenants. To give, we are grateful for the support St. Jude's gives us, and we invite you to consider Hope Into Action for your your giving. And one other great way for you to support us, if anyone that lets out property, we're keen to connect with Christian landlords for move-ons. And also Hope Into Action Portsmouth we're looking for new trustees, so that would be really great. If if you could come speak to us at the end, and if you need to ask any questions, we'd love to chat with you. Great. Shall we pray together?
1: (laughs) Father God, thank you for St. Jude's Church, and thank you for the Friendship and Support Group here who've been getting alongside people and helping them to rebuild their lives. We pray that each of us would be listening for your call and looking out for opportunities to get alongside people in need and to see holistic healing happening through you. Amen.